0: good morning good evening good afternoon and welcome to another episode of role model you've come to the right place if you want to be a happier and more successful person it's 7 a.m in sri lanka it's the first sri lanka episode so welcome to sri lanka if you probably you can hear it i'm in my garden right now and it's crazy i have monkeys here and probably 1000 other animals but um, as you probably can imagine today's episode is not about the monkeys in my garden it's about the richest man alive it's I think the first time that he is on the podcast Um, his name is obviously you guys know him Jeff Bezos the CEO of Amazon and he is talking about finding your passion and I know so many of you are trying to find, yeah, your passion, or the passion, um, so I thought like sharing this will be probably pretty valuable for a lot of you, so have fun with Jeff Bezos, I'm gonna have fun with the monkeys in my garden who are stealing my bananas now, so enjoy this speech. You guys will find that
1: you have passions, and having a passion is a gift. I think we all have passions, and you don't get to uh, choose them, they pick you, but you have to be alert to them. You have to be looking for them. And when you find your passion, it's a fantastic gift for you because it gives you direction, it gives you purpose. Uh, You can have a job, or you can have a career, or you can have a calling, and the best thing is to have a calling. And if you find your passion, you'll have that, and all your work won't feel like work to you. Many, many kids and many grown-ups do figure out Uh, over time what their passions are and sometimes we let our I don't think it's that hard I think what happens though sometimes is that we let our intellectual selves overrule those passions Uh, and so that's what needs to be guarded against my job one of my jobs as the leader of Amazon is to encourage people to be bold and people love to focus on things that aren't yet working Um, and that's good, it's human nature, that kind of divine discontent can be very helpful. But uh, you really, you know, it's incredibly hard to get people to take bold bets, and you need to encourage that. And if you're gonna take bold bets, they're gonna be experiments, and if they're experiments, you don't know ahead of time whether they're gonna work. Uh, Experiments uh, are, by their very nature, Uh, prone to failure. But big successes, a few big successes, compensate for dozens and dozens of things that didn't work. So, you know, bold bets, AWS, Kindle, Amazon Prime, our third-party seller business, all of those things are examples of bold bets that that did work, and they pay for a lot of experiments. I've made billions of dollars of failures at Amazon.com, literally billions of dollars of failures. And, uh, uh, you know, you might remember pets.com, or Cosmo, or, you know, know, give myself a root canal with no anesthesia very easily. Uh, None of those things are fun, but but they also, they don't matter. What really matters is companies that don't continue to experiment, companies that don't embrace failure, they eventually get in the desperate position where they the only thing they can do is make a kind of Hail Mary bet at the very end of their corporate existence whereas companies that are you know uh, making bets all along even you know big bets but not bet the company bets i don't i don't believe in bet the company bets that's when you're desperate that's that's the last thing you can do it's not you could be out of work and uh, have terrible work-life balance. You know, even though you've got all the time in the world, you, you could just feel like, oh my God, you know, I'm miserable and you would be draining energy. And so you have to find that harmony. It's a much better word. And I think for most people, it's about meaning. People wanna know that they're doing something interesting and useful. And for us, you know, because of the challenges that we have chosen for ourselves, uh, we get to work in the future, and it's super fun to work in the future for the right kind of person. You need to be um, if you, uh, nimble and robust, so you need to be able to take a punch, uh, and you also need to be quick and, 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 and innovative and, and doing new things at a high speed. That's, that's the best defense against the future, and you have to always be leaning into the future. If you're if you're leaning away from the future, the future is gonna win every time. Never, ever, ever lean away from the future. It, we all have adversity in our lives. You, you, I, 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 would, I, would, I doubt if you really, you know, if you know somebody, any friend, or anybody that you talk to, um, uh, there's no lack of adversity. And, the, uh, and by the way, that's good, because it's what teaches us how to get back up. You fall down, you get back up. It always happens. And, uh, you know, you get certain um, gifts in life and you want to take advantage of those. um, uh, But you, I guess my advice on adversity and uh, success would be to be proud, not of your gifts, but of your hard work and your choices. So, you know, you may be, the kinds of gifts you get in life, you know, you might be really good at math. It might be really easy for you. That's a kind of gift. Um, But practicing that math and taking it to the next step That could be very challenging and hard um, And take a lot of sweat That's a choice. You can't really be proud of your gifts because they were given to you Um, You can be grateful for them and thankful for them Um, And but your choices you choose to work hard Um, You choose to do hard things Those are choices that you can be proud of being an inventor requires because the world is so complicated you have to be a domain expert i mean in a way even if even if you're not at the beginning you have to learn 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 enough so that you become a domain expert but the danger is once you become a domain expert you can be trapped by that knowledge and so inventors have this paradoxical ability to have that you know 10,000 hours of practice and be a real domain expert and have that beginner's mind have that that look at it freshly even though they know so much about the domain and that's the key um, to, to inventing you, you have to have both and I think that is intentional I think all of us have that inside of us and we can all do it but you have to be intentional about it you have to say yeah I am going to become an expert and I'm going to keep my beginner's mind. You can't skip steps you have to put one foot in front of the other things take time uh, you, there are no shortcuts and, uh, but, uh, but you want to do those steps with you know, passion and ferocity. It's easy to have ideas. It's very hard to turn an idea into a successful product. There are a lot of steps in between and it takes persistence, relentlessness. So I always tell people who, are, you know, who think they want to be entrepreneurs, it's, you need a combination of stubborn relentlessness and flexibility and you have to know when to be which and basically you need to be stubborn on your vision because otherwise it'll be too easy to give up but you need to be very flexible on the details because as you go along pursuing your vision you'll find that some of your preconceptions were wrong and you're going to need to be able to change those things So I think uh, taking an idea successfully all the way to the market and turning it into a real product that people care about and that really improves people's lives is a lot of hard work. Don't try to chase what is kind of the hot passion of the day. I think we actually saw this. I think you see it all over the place in many different contexts, but I think we saw it uh, in the internet world quite a bit where you know, at the sort of peak of the uh, sort of internet, uh, you know, mania in say 1999, you found people who were, uh, you know, very passionate about something. They kind of left that job and decided, I'm going to, you know, do something in the internet because it's, you know, it was almost like the, you know, the 1849 gold rush in a way. I mean, you find that people, uh, if you go back and study the history of the 1849 gold rush, you find that, you know. Uh, at that time, everybody who was in was within the shouting distance of California was, you know, they might have been a doctor, but they quit being a doctor and they started panning for gold. And that, that almost never works. Um, and even if it does work, uh, you know, according to some metric, financial success or whatever it might be, I suspect it leaves you ultimately unsatisfied. So you really need to be very clear with yourself. And I think one of the best ways to do that Is this notion of projecting yourself forward to age 80 looking back on your life and trying to make sure you've minimized the number of regrets you have that works for that works for career decisions it works for family decisions Um, you know do you want I I have a a 14 month old son and it's very easy for me to if I think about myself when I'm 80 I know I want to watch that little guy grow up Um, And so it's, I don't want to be 80 and think, shoot, you know, I I missed that whole thing and I don't have the kind of relationship with my son that I wished I had and so on and so on. So if you think about that, so I I guess another thing that I would recommend to people is that they always take a long-term point of view. And I think this is something about which there's a lot of uh, controversy. You know, there's a... There's a, you know, some, a lot of people, and I'm just not one of them, believe that you should live for the now. I think what you do is you think about the, 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 the great expanse of time ahead of you and try to make sure that you're planning for that in a way that's going to leave you ultimately satisfied. Um, so this is just my, this is the way it works for me. And I mean this is, everybody needs to find that for themselves. Um, uh, so I think there are a lot of paths to satisfaction and you need to find one that works, works for you.
0: Okay, that was The Witchest Man alive jeff bezos if you like this podcast if you think this podcast is valuable share it on social media and leave a review for this podcast that's so freaking important yeah to me because i'm yeah reaching more people you're supporting me you're giving something back and you make me smile so go leave a review for this podcast and even more important have an amazing weekend see you guys soon